Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Deuteronomy 24, Law of Divorce. When a man takes a wife and marries her, and it happens that she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some indecency in her, And he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out from his house. And she leaves his house and goes and becomes another man's wife. And if the latter husband turns against her and writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house. Or if the latter husband dies, who took her to be his wife. Then her former husband, who sent her away, is not allowed to take her again to be his wife since she has been defiled. For that is an abomination before the Lord. And you shall not bring sin on the land which the Lord your God gives you as an inheritance. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out with the army, nor be charged with any duty. He shall be free at home one year, and shall give happiness to his wife whom he has taken. Sundry Laws No one shall take a hand mill or an upper millstone in pledge, for he would be taking a life in pledge. If a man is caught kidnapping any of his countrymen of the sons of Israel, and he deals with them violently or sells him, then that thief shall die. So you shall purge the evil from among you. Be careful against an infection of leprosy that you diligently observe and do according to all that the Levitical priest teaches you, as I have commanded them, so you shall be careful to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way as you came out of Egypt." When you make your neighbor a loan of any sort, you shall not enter his house to take his pledge. You shall remain outside, and the man to whom you make the loan shall bring the pledge out to you. If he is a poor man, you shall not sleep with his pledge. When the sun goes down, you shall surely return the pledge to him, that he may sleep in his cloak and bless you. 
it will be righteousness for you before the Lord your God. You shall not oppress a hired servant who is poor and needy, whether he is one of your countrymen or one of your aliens who is in your land and your towns. You shall give him his wages on his day before the sun sets, for he is poor and sets his heart on it, so that he will not cry against you to the Lord, and it becomes sin in you. Fathers shall not be put to death for their sons, nor shall sons be put to death for their fathers. Everyone shall be put to death for his own sin. You shall not pervert the justice, do an alien or an orphan, nor take a widow's garment in pledge. But you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and that the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore I am commanding you to do this thing. When you reap your harvest in your field and have forgotten a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow, in order that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive tree, you shall not go over the boughs again. It shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not go over it again. It shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I'm commanding you to do this thing. It's obvious to see God's passion and heart going out towards the widows and orphans and the aliens that are living among you um i know a lot of times people will look at that and they take that alien living among you and immediately start going towards oh well then obviously if there's a widow or if there's an orphan or if there's an alien or someone from another country who's needing help and then they i mean just connect the dots and however you want to do it but also God established um, man really is the one who insti- did the full institution of government but God established a government but the government with him at the head the government with him in charge and um, as he is our king and our lord and his laws being the law of the land um, and then you can see through the story whenever you get to David and you know, Saul just before David, how the people were begging for an earthly king rather than a spiritual king. And so even though God's heart is pouring out, just really crying out for these widows and orphans and aliens, he also allowed for man to establish their own institution of government. And one of the things that is said is that you are to submit yourself to the laws. You're supposed to submit yourself to the government. And when the government puts forth a law, you are to follow it. So in that um, whole idea, following the law is the first step. The only way that you are uh, justified in not following the law is if they have you do anything that goes against God's law or God's kingdom. So... Just because God said to love the widow and the orphan, and then also here, the alien. I mean, there's many other scriptures that are completely ignored to try to have this as a point for opening borders and not having government and not have, that's such a weak argument. That is not what this is about. This is about those people who are your countrymen, those who who are a part of your village or your uh, closest circle there, an outsider who's traveling through. 
It does not say for those who break the law in order to come into your presence. No, because God would have already turned or been against them, had risen up against them because they had broken the law. You are to submit yourself to the authority given to you by God, which is government, and you're to submit yourself to their laws, their rules first. God is number one as far as that law goes. And then anything that man has as a law that does not go against God. Remember, render to Caesar what's Caesar's. So whatever they ask you to do, do. But if they have you do something against him, then don't do it. So, going back to God's heart. I mean, he said over and over again that that is something that he wants us to do. Is to care for them, take care of them. But the biggest key... And this is, this is a huge key. We do not do mankind any favors by just giving them handouts. What you should do is to help them to rise up and to be able to, whether it be through equipping, educating, whatever it is, you need to get them to where they can care for themselves. That is the ultimate blessing. To... Educate someone in business and then to turn around and give them a business is a bigger blessing than pulling up on a street corner and handing someone five bucks or even a thousand bucks. It doesn't matter about the amount of money. It's the actual action and what you're doing. A handout says, I'm better than you and you need me to survive. Educating them and building them up is is saying you are a child of God and God made you on purpose. Let's help you to live within those purposes. So, Father, thank you that you love us and you've given a way that we can help each other. I ask that you could just show us the appropriate way to be able to care for the alien, to be able to care for widows and orphans, and and that we could uh, be a vessel for you to be able to truly show them your love. Father, it's not about me, it's about you. And I want your love to be the thing that shines through in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family Uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.